Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter、mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Allison. Oh hi, Rob. Oh hi, listeners. We're here to talk about minutes thirty-two, in which the apartment is worse than Grand Central Station, part two. Claudette knows what's what, <laughs> in which we get. Well, we just missed Michelle, right? Or is she in the tail end of it? No, she's still there, right? So we get the two best. We get the two best actors in the movie in the same minute. Yeah, hell yeah. We see Michelle leaving, <laughs> and we see Claudette. We also get another helpful establishing shot just to remind us that we're in San Francisco. Uh huh.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> the skyline down to the painted ladies, which aren't actually near this. They're not. Well, they're close to this apartment, I guess, relative to all of San Francisco. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm I'm stoked that of all the minutes that um I could have been on. For this movie, that I am getting some choice Claudette moments. Oh yes,、yeah. Claudette is just a joy to behold. Anytime she's on screen, I just have a big smile on my face, <laughs> loving what's happening. <laughs> and she's、uh, she's the audience surrogate here. Yes, she is. Literally saying hello. What are these characters doing here? Uh huh. Hello. <laughs> what are these characters doing here? Like, oh,、well, she calls them characters. Yeah, it's it's so perfect because that's exactly what. You, as somebody who's watching the movie, is thinking because they just suddenly are in the apartment. There's no names given, no explanations for anything that's going on, and then Claudette comes and just says exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> I love her, <laughs> which of course gives Lisa the opportunity to explain who they are, and they like to come here to do their homework. Essentially, how they're related to the her. They have homework, so college students, because you always have to label everyone in the movie. In dialogue, but still, that I mean, even <laughs> just the idea that they have homework, like <laughs> they, they don't, they do not seem like college students. It is it's hard <laughs> to even wrap my mind around that. Yep. And when he puts back on his shirt, it is inside out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a nice intentional touch. <laughs> yeah. So the minute starts with the weirdest face. I don't want to say what it's implied that they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, the initials are B and J. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just had to say it because it's it's the it's so weird. I'm sorry. What's so weird about it? You can cut that out if it's too explicit, but <laughs> I don't think it's explicit enough. What's so weird about it, Allison? It's just the face again. <laughs> it's the face. Oh, I thought you meant the act was weird. The the face is clearly the face of somebody that is、uh, just very satisfied. <laughs> That's he's still chewing. Well, <laughs> it's、He's、the、so、greatest、weird. joy ever. It's chocolate plus. <laughs>、uh, I, I love it. It's so weird. <laughs> I feel dirty even having to say that, but that's what they did. <laughs> I love that we've given what we've already recorded for this show. That's what makes you feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say, like, I, what. 
how did you guys get through all the sex scenes before this? So careful. <laughs> I am, and by the way, I, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm on a Claudette, uh, minute. I'm also very <laughs> grateful that I am not on one of the sex scene minutes. I, I don't know how you guys did that. Ah, <laughs> uh, they, they've been fun. <laughs> um, another awesome Claudette moment here is, uh, Mike trying to shake her hand and <laughs> just her refusing to even acknowledge yeah, she it. she does not take it. That's so good. She is the best. She's just the best. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you. Mm. And yeah, then Mike leaves and Claudette and Lisa go to sit down. Well, no, Claudette goes to sit down. Lisa remains awkwardly by the open door <laughs> in time for Denny to show up. So we got Denny in this minute too. This is like the best minute. <laughs> It is. This is a. This is a good one. None of Greg's drama. None of Tommy's weirdness. I mean, I would have been happy to to talk about either of those two things too. But yeah. But yeah, Claudette, Denny, Michelle, Mike. Let's <laughs> get stuff. And that that Grand Central Station line. Uh, How many people come in and out of this apartment every day? This is worse than Grand Central Station. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awkwardly delivered, but uh, it is. Again, I feel like that's like what the audience is thinking is like, what, what is up with this place? Why are there, why are there people coming in and out so consistently? It's, I, I love the strange universe of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because they give everyone a key. Yeah. Well, they don't need a key. The door's unlocked. Oh my god. And only once does anyone use the doorbell. Or maybe, no, it might be twice. Greg uses it earlier. <laughs> and I think he uses it later when he shows up with his beard shaved off. Now, in the original script, of course, this is Lisa's brother, Billy, mm. not Denny. And so he says, oh, hello, mother, to Claudette. What a pleasant surprise to see you here. And she responds with, well, well, if it isn't my son, the homo. Wow. Yeah. That's mean. Mm-hmm. It will get worse next minute. Um, God. <laughs> since, now, listeners, we're recording this episode slightly out of order. You will hear me later acknowledge that this original script uh, now needs to be put into air quotes. Because the more I read of it, the more it seems possibly too good to be true. But I don't know how to confirm. Where, what's the, what's the source of it? Where does it come from? It's, it's on, it's online. Just random places. But there's two scripts online. One of them is clearly after the fact because it has stuff that's specifically in the film and wouldn't have been in the script. Okay. And then there's the one that feels more like it's the stage version that Tommy originally wrote, but then it has stuff that when you read it, it's like, even Tommy couldn't have written that, which (laughs) is some of this dialogue that Claudette has about Denny, which we'll get to worse stuff next minute. Interesting. And, but back to the, this minute though on the screen, I love Denny's response to her saying how many people come in and out of the apartment every day. This is worse than Grand Central Station because he looks both attacked and confused. (laughs) <laughs> like he, he doesn't know how horrible she's being about his presence attacked and confused I feel like is the way anybody who either took part in this movie <laughs> or yeah. anybody who's watching this movie <laughs> like that's I feel like that, that could be like a subtitle for the room <laughs> a dark comedy that will leave you feeling attacked and confused that's a tagline right there yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Denny is coming to borrow some sugar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like I wonder how intentionally on the nose 
it, it, that just feels like such a, like a cliche, like a trope yeah. of like coming, coming over to your neighbor's house to borrow some sugar. Like, is there like intention behind that? Like, do they know that they're using like one of the most cliche, stereotypical like excuses to have a character enter a scene? Or is it literally just that's what they thought of? And they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. I, th- I say, I keep I'd saying say they, but it's just, that's all Tommy. <laughs> I think it's both. What he what occurs to him as to why someone would come over is exactly the cliche because that's what he's heard from American pop culture. Although by by the time this movie comes out, I don't think people go next door to borrow sugar anymore. I know that's the that's I think that's why I think it's so funny is because it is such a cliche and also is not something that ever happens in real life. Well, not anymore. As a kid, I totally went next door to borrow sugar. I've done that. Which is awkward, because they just stand at the door while they go to their kitchen and find sugar. Just give it to you like a handful. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> just hold out your hands. <laughs> yeah. No, if you <laughs> if you forget to bring the measuring cup with you, they have to give you theirs, which then you have to go back later and return it. Or and then when you're carrying like a measuring cup full of sugar, you have to walk home very carefully so you don't spill it, or it's not a cup anymore, and the measurements wrong. It just goes all weird. When you could just go to the store. Yeah, how expensive is sugar? Well, even that personal thing. We had a convenience store a block away, but I'd get sent next door to borrow something. I'm like I could, I could walk a block if you have some cash. It's fine. <laughs> well, fortunately, Denny is in the, the same boat that you were. Yeah, when you're making a cake, you need it now. You need to make that cake. Although we'll find out next minute, he's missing much more than just sugar, so he's not prepared. That's right. At all. Doesn't he have a kitchen? Doesn't your home have a kitchen? <laughs> no. <laughs> he should. In this lovely apartment building, they may or may not have kitchens. We don't ever see the other room in the room. That's, yeah, I was just about to say, we never do see the kitchen here in no. this apartment. So. Lisa comes out of there with drinks, so we know there's something in there. And we have theorized before they also keep extra chairs in there. <laughs> but that's just us being smart asses. Um, yeah, Claudette, though, just so sassy, so great. Yes. Hey, I could watch so much more of a, <laughs> of a movie that is just Claudette. Like, I want to know her whole story, because we just, you know, we just get little little peeks through the windows every now and then of what's going on with her. Oh, and she, and there's interesting peaks, too. Yeah. <laughs> with her talking about the men in her life. Yes. God, I love her. So what has she done since? Oh my god, she's done almost nothing. The curse. She had done an episode of That's My Bush before this, and she did a movie called Crisis Line that has n- almost no information on IMDb. It doesn't even have a like a poster image. I hope she was the main character. She probably was not. She's not listed first. She's listed... Ooh, I don't even see her name. She's like 8th or ninth down. But she's one of the few cast members to have a photo. Because she was in the room, of course. Room people have photos. They deserve them. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know who we're talking about when we like Carol Minot. Oh, the mother. Yeah, Claudette, the best. Now I have notes from a midnight screening for this minute. Notes from a midnight screening. Since we see the painted ladies' houses again, we get very drunken attempts at people singing the theme song to Full House. Anywhere you go. Oh, yes. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look, somebody who needs you. 
they usually get it wrong and say anywhere you go, anywhere you go, like repeating the same line, which isn't how the song goes. <laughs> but they everywhere try. you look. Right. It's they they get it wrong. <laughs> People say hi when Claudette says hello. <laughs> At least they're polite. Yeah. <laughs> because they leave the door open again, the audience will scream repeatedly this minute, close the door. <laughs> I have it in my notes four times. People screaming, like the audience saying, close the door. And at once someone was screamed out, Denny, close the door, as if he could hear. We've already commented that Claudette, when Mike offers his hand, does not take it. But someone at the screening I went to last time screamed, don't touch that hand. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like that's part of the implication, too. She's like, I don't know what that hand has just been doing. Yeah, she doesn't know what they've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> The audience does know, so of course, when Mike actually leaves, someone screamed last time, don't forget your underwear. <laughs> but it's too late, he already did. Do you, um, do either of you go to the midnight showings regularly, or? I've been to a few, I don't go often. And the, the last one I went to, I made sure to get, uh, quote unquote notes. Right. <laughs> I, I've done it once and it was, it was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, it's fu- fun to see the, like the, the sense of community yeah. that the audience builds around the movie, but that sort of takes away from some of the charm to me a little bit because I want to be just dr- drowning in the awkwardness of this movie. And like, uh, like you mentioned in the last minute, uh, the way the audience will go like, mom, mom, <laughs> during like all the kissing segments. Right, right. I feel like it's, it's a way. To sort of make it a little more acceptable. It's like, oh, we're having fun. And there's there's a, a significant part of me that when I'm watching this movie, it's like, I don't want this to be too fun. I want it to be a little bit of a chore. Like, I want this to be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a, that feeling of being attacked and confused. Yeah. Um, but it, it's nice that people have come together and found a way to make this movie less awkward by interacting with it it's actually interesting the first time i went to a midnight screening of this it was a packed house because tommy was there and that was super fun because that big an audience there is great energy and when people are screaming things it gets loud when people throw spoons they are everywhere and then the last one i went to was really small it was like raining it was there was no special guest and so it actually got this extra awkwardness to it because there wasn't this huge audience consensus on some of the lines. Ah. And so it was, it was a different energy. And so it's worth doing, but yeah, it's also worth watching the movie without that as well, because you got to revel in different levels of awkward. <laughs> that actually makes me curious to, I, to go to another showing because the only one that I've been to is also one where Tommy was there. Mm-hmm. So it was a packed house and, yeah, it didn't even occur to me how different the experience might be when there's not such a large crowd there. Yeah, so. it's still fun, but it's a different fun. I'll have to give it a shot. I haven't been yet. I plan to no. go after we finish all the minutes. Did we figure out if there's one in Orange County or not? I don't know. I might have oh. to go to L.A. County. Yeah, which in which case you got, you got to be prepared for a late night. And it's extra late if Tommy's there. The screening was delayed by an hour because he's had so much weird stuff going on beforehand. <laughs> Which then made the parking lot angry across the street. It was fun. One more time, Sam. Where can the audience hear more of you? Uh, 
Um, you can hear me on my Deep Space Nine podcast, Reopening the Wormhole, the only Star Trek Deep Space Nine podcast that watches every episode in random order. Uh, or you can uh, hear me on Marvel Star Wars Explorers, which is a podcast focused on the old 70s and 80s uh, Marvel Star Wars comics. So it's not the wrong when people make fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. What homework?